This episode of Holly Randall Unfiltered is brought to you by Balesa.co, the premier destination in porn for women. Balesa brings you the hottest free porn videos that prioritize female pleasure. Just as steamy, they have some of the best erotic fiction on the web. And now, finally, sex toys! Balesa just launched their signature line of sex toys, as well as a curated selection of the best, most exclusive sex toys available online. Use the code HOLLY15 at checkout to get 15% off your order today. Amazing vibrators and totally simple to use, the Balesa line is perfect for both first-timers and pros. Vibrators, couples toys, butt plugs, you name it. Visit balesa.co slash store and use code HOLLY15 at checkout to get 15% off your new toy today. That's B-E-L-L-E-S-A dot C-O slash store with coupon code HOLLY15 for 15% off. Everybody, I am so fucking excited because I am relaunching my website, hollyrandall.com. I have finally taken it back after five years of having another company run it, and it is now 100% under my control, and I couldn't be more excited. So please support me and go and join my new website. That's hollyrandall.com. And I will love you forever. And if you don't want to join my website, but you want to support this podcast, you can always go to patreon.com slash hollyrandallunfiltered. And I will take your money there as well. And I will love it just as much. So thank you guys so much for your support. And support me at hollyrandall.com. Today, my guest on Holly Randall Unfiltered is the wonderful Alexis Fox. She is a very popular MILF performer. She's a real fireball of energy. She's so much fun. She's just one of those girls that everybody in the industry loves. And she's got a lot going on in her life right now. So she's come into the studio to tell us all about all that stuff she's got going on in her life right now. So without any further ado, let's welcome Alexis Fox to Holly Randall Unfiltered. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the show. Today, I have the incredibly vivacious (laughs) Alexis Fox here today, who's flying high from her big event last night. Yes. What what did you do last night? (laughs) I got your your DM, and I'm sorry I didn't go. I was actually, last yesterday was my last day of my uh, workshops. So I just never go out. I was so exhausted. But I get it. I get it. You sound like you had an amazing time. So tell us. Oh all yeah, about that. it was exhilarating actually because I've never done anything like that in my entire life. I well, it's you know I have such great admiration for anybody that can get on a stage and be in front of a live audience and do whatever talent, show their passion, their their love, and and put it out there because mm-hmm. you never know what you're going to get from that audience, mm-hmm. and it changes from each time you do it, right? Mm-hmm. And I just like think that that vulnerability takes such courage. And so I started putting out like these little affirmations, like, yeah, I think I'm going to do a, you know, one of these amateur comedy nights at some place and mm-hmm. some like would never know me and I could yeah. get up there and just bomb, but I'd still have that experience, right? Right, right, right. And I guess I'm saying that to friends and on set and whatever. And lo and behold, out of the blue, Richie Lease, who I met like three years ago, hits me up and goes, I got this great opportunity for you. And I'm like, what is it? And he's like, well, how about you produce and host your own live variety show? And I just said, okay, yeah. 
And I didn't even think That's about it at crazy. all. It's like, I didn't think about like. Isn't that crazy how when oh, you like put shit that? out there, it like manifests itself? It does. It really does. And it just amazing. worked towards it. Cause yeah. like I was like, okay, if I'm really gonna do this, let me put this plan in action. And mm-hmm. I was like getting working up the nerve. Well, what would I even say on stage? And I was yeah. like, well, I could talk about the funny stories on set. Like I was yeah. always like. We have like a built, we, our life is comedy. Yeah. Like our whole, <laughs> our job is just a joke. So like we <laughs> just have like. Stories to, I mean, you don't even need like the material writes itself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My life, life in general, like even yeah. in like when I just go off on my own, it's, it's like, <laughs> I just really, you know, do that. I yeah. tell my, my best friend Joe, like, I think sometimes you just need to have a camera on me <laughs> just so I can watch what I'm ducking doing. <laughs> but, but you know, the, and it ran so last night. You know, it was getting closer and closer, closer, and I was like, "Okay, I got this." And then you, you know, you think about everything that you, you know you want to say and how mm-hmm. you are going to announce and have all this like suaveness and you know all this flow in mm-hmm. it, right? At least for me, I'm like I'm just running this through my head. And man, you step out on stage, and it is so quiet. It's like holy shit! Everybody's yeah. listening to me, yeah. right? I got everybody's attention. Holy yeah. shit! What am I gonna say? So everything I thought about went bloop. Yeah, <laughs> you you want to hear? It's so kind of ironic that you say that. That so just real quick side note. So I had I brought this up so many times in the podcast. Regular listeners are probably so sick of hearing this story, <laughs> but I just want to talk about the silence thing because when I had my Playboy TV show, which was getting amateur couples to have sex for the first time on camera, which is obviously like, you can imagine what the fail rate was because you know how difficult it is oh, for men fuck. to perform. Yeah. But it was the silence that got them. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because, because the minute like this, we start rolling, obviously we can't play music in the background. Normally when you're getting sex, you put in something, something to set the mood. Right. And yeah, it was just like, and that's what I think really got these people was the silence. So I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's like, because, like, in my, you know, how I am, like, it's one thing, like, what we do on camera and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That That's me. Like, you're behind you're closed doors. You're at least also, too, feeding off of somebody else's energy. Right. And it's you have that. It's not you. just you. And I'm yeah. not a person of, like, being a center of attention. Like, I'm not the person that shows up at the party and be like, hey, here I am. Let's party. You know, yeah. I'm like, I'll just sit off in the corner and, like, you know, enjoy myself, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I'm very sh- socially awkward and quite shy. In just in regular life and whatever really? like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, it's that's weird. so funny. I, I don't see. I don't know. But maybe we have such an uncomfortable environment on set, and we all know each other. Yeah. Well, I think it like brings out that character too. Yeah. And it's like, here I'm here. This yeah. is what I get. You know, you're here to perform. Right. You know? Right. So just in my regular life, I'm just really quite shy, and I can, mm-hmm. I'm totally cool with some comfortable silence. So it's yeah. just weird. And uh, so last night, you know, getting on that stage, and I mean, I was shaking like in my sneakers and everything. It was just such an amazing, magical experience because, like, here I was like facing that fear. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to tear up. No, but, no, no, it's good. But, um, you know, you face that fear and you're in front of everybody and it's quiet and you, you like, wow, I really have. People really came out just because either just, you know, to see the, the talent and also just because they're there to support me. Like, yeah. holy shit, how yeah. overwhelming and beautiful is that? Yeah. And that love and support is just so amazing. And uh, it was just such a magical experience. Like, I woke up this morning, I just felt like more confident and more like in love with myself because it's like you just learned so much. So yeah. I'm a sap. But- I love this. I do. I'm real. I can't help. I'm it. like no, I don't, don't normally have tissues on here because this isn't Barbara Walters. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to do. I have nothing to give you. Don't worry. It's cool. <laughs> I mean, we've cried on this podcast before, but usually it's me. Actually, 
Oh shit. Okay, hold on. We're getting you a tissue. Don't worry. Don't worry. But it was just. I mean, it's it's tears of joy and tears of just so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, just like my, I can't wait to call like, call my tell my mom. Oh. Like I never even I didn't even tell her. I just wanted yeah. to go do it. And then I'm that kind of person. You. Like I just tell her shit after I do it. I'm like. <laughs> Mom, guess what I did? Like, I yeah. cannot wait to call her and be like, Mom, I, I actually put this show together and it's going to be a monthly show. And I know next time I'm going to go on stage. Yeah, I'm going to have that same nerves. I mean, even to this day, I get on set, I still yeah. have nerves. Like, yeah. pull all my body parts stay in. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All this yeah. silly stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but I know that next time going out, like, okay, I've, I've, I've popped that cherry now and I, I know, like, okay, now I know kind of like what to expect. And yeah. And I really want to share, you know, really parts of me, my authentic self with everybody. Mm-hmm. And like what, you know, I do call it high as Fox. You know, I'm high on life. You know me. I yeah. I really have gotten to be a really happy person. You know, it took a lot of work to get here. Mm-hmm. And it's work every single day. You know, you mm-hmm. have a choice to be happy. Mm-hmm. You have a choice to I suffer. Totally and you, you have a choice to be happy. Yeah. No one else makes that happen Yeah, absolutely. For you. And, uh, you know, when I chose, finally chose happiness, man, whew, it changes your entire life. Oh, totally. So, oh my God. Yeah, so like, it's just like, wow, like, I would have never guessed. Sorry, I can talk forever, but I. No, no, no. I just, I'm going to give you a mirror because your mascara is running. <laughs> and we're filming it, so I want you to, I just want you to, like. Hey, this is what I look like after a second. <laughs> <laughs> we're like seven minutes into the podcast. That's awesome. This is this. I really, I really bring it out of people. Look at me. <laughs> it's awesome. It's all me. It. I am so excited to come here. You have no idea. <laughs> so thank you so much. No, I love this. I love that you're talking about this, and I love that you're going through this right now because I'm totally going through like an existential crisis myself and like trying to figure out what I want in life and like dealing with like self esteem issues and all kinds of crazy shit. Like I actually did a meditation before I came here this morning. Oh, great. That's right, Ernie. I was telling you, I was thinking about you this morning. So Ernie, my producer, he also like does meditation in the morning, and we were talking about how like it really helps you set you up for your day, and um and I did one this morning, and I, I definitely feel like it helped me balance because I'm going through like some stupid shit right now. Oh, so, it, it really does help. Yeah. Like learning to breathe. Yes. Breathing is so important. So I know like like I was like so breathing in that like third yeah. or fourth rib or fifth and sixth yeah. rib, you know, like you're like, oh shit, everything's tight. Yeah. So I know going in, okay, I need to take nice deep breaths and yeah, go yeah, into yeah. it and be smooth and be okay and comfortable. These are my friends that kind of got to see you. They were, they were fans that came out and supported. Yeah. So it's okay to be cool and comfortable and like And that's how whatever. you grow, you know? Yeah, I mean it was such a growing experience yeah. and that's what was so f- and, and to magical and, and yeah. to have people that are in our industry and, and, and everything is just so exciting. Yeah, and to see the people <laughs> out there so, yeah, supporting you, that's always yeah. like such a great feeling. Yeah. yeah, same thing, like, you know, like I said, I've been going through some shit lately, but the support that I've gotten from like my friends and my family and even my fans, like it's just been amazing. You know, sometimes it's like that weird silver lining, you know, when things are really hard, but then you're like, but I have all these people who love me. Yeah. Like who are checking up on yeah. me. And it's like, wow. You know? And like always know that like change is uncomfortable. Oh, and, yeah. and, and to learn to get, and to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's what, yeah. like, honestly, that's what ayahuasca taught me. Is oh my like God. Laying that's there. so crazy. I had Vanessa Veracruz on here a couple oh. of weeks ago and she went, she did the same thing. Oh yeah. Did I, you not? Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Oh, at you all. should talk to her about it. Oh yeah. Dude, her to. experience was not. That's the last podcast that I cried on. Oh wow. When she told me about her ayahuasca experience, because oh. she like confronted like her dad. 
who had murdered her mom oh, when she was fuck. a kid, wow. and like she like talked to him. Like it was nuts. Yeah, you can go really deep. It just yeah. give me chills. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, that's something that I, I went into, like, when I took some time off the industry, I mm-hmm. really dove into really work. I needed to fix some stuff in deci- mm-hmm. inside me. And so I really went into um, some personal development, and ayahuasca was uh, just kept coming up. So I mm-hmm. searched out, you know, searched out some folks and searched out some facilitators and uh, found that it is a true catalyst. It transformed my life. And mm-hmm. I, I probably drank ayahuasca well over 150 some odd times. I use it now probably to really reset myself. I'm overdue. I can tell, like, it's just like good cleansing. Um, so and, how do you do you go and do like the whole shamanic like kind of um, oh, yeah. experience? Okay, so when you said that you've done it over 150 times, have you gone like where you can actually find places and facilitators because I also here here in Los Angeles. You can do it in Los Angeles. Okay. I was living in Miami. I knew a facilitator. Because I got this impression that it was always like out like in the jungle in Costa Rica. I'm mm-hmm. like, have you just been like flying all over the like <laughs> that's spend, that's what I'm thinking. Well I did spend like I would go down in Peru for like a month and then you spend wow. like about two, two and a half weeks into the jungle living as an indigenous like I personally do this. I live like as a Disney indigenous person. So as much as possible. Like mm-hmm. I do live in some shelter. Um, but nothing from this society so nothing, no soaps, no no toothpaste, no wow. lotions, no nothing. And you're also on a very restrictive diet because what they're going to do is you're going to sweat out all those salts and oils, all the impurities because your right. skin is your largest organ. So right. everything that you put on your skin, all that aluminum and all that lotion, like mm-hmm. you're really damaging yourself. All that mm-hmm. gets absorbed into you. So you get all that off and you're living and washing and, and you really become part of nature and it resets you. And on day one, you can't see your hand in front of your face. But by like day 10, you can walk your home at night because the moonlight will light your way. You can see your hand because your mm-hmm. senses become more alive. Yeah, you you know, in order to survive, like in in the cities and stuff like that, our, our brains have to kind of like diminish or, and kind of shut down a little bit because yeah, otherwise it's too much information. Yeah, and, and we, I I think absolutely. in some way, like I think all that information and it just continues like this influx of you know all the multitasking testing that we do on our mm-hmm. phones and it's constant light and stimulation. Mm-hmm. Have we even looked at how that, you know, we're giving these children a lot of times if you're walking around, and I'm not a parent, but like if you see kids in strollers with a phone, we're already getting addicted to all these bright colors and all these dings and whatever. How is that really, you know, how is that into the child's development of the brain, you know, at that particular time? Because the brain is still developing. Mm -hmm. Could this be leading to the mental illness that we're seeing in kids? Oh, I totally, I mean, the studies have shown ever since like we've, you know, since cell phones and social media, like anxiety and suicide rates have skyrocketed. It's just crazy. Yeah. It's It's like people are more living through, through other people's lives versus having a human anymore. Yeah. Versus having human experience. You know, the great, and that's another thing too, really was effing off awesome about last night I set my phone down yeah. and I, I was just concentrated on being there because mm-hmm. I really couldn't concentrate on anything else and mm-hmm. and it was just awesome I went back to my phone today I was like I had like three pictures but it was in one somebody else took you yeah. know like yeah. and it was it was just just so happened you know? but you were present in the moment yeah, yeah yeah it was just like yeah it was just that was a really cool thing yeah. you know it was like wow sorry guys I don't have much pictures from it and somebody else was taking them for me and, and doing that right. and that was really awesome right and it's about being more present. I think, like, I was a kid that had to be outside. Like, my parents were like, what are you doing inside? Yeah. <laughs> Whether it was raining or snowing, what the fuck outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was not playing inside or video games. You know, I think I'd click out division and give you that dating. <laughs> yeah, no, my parents were pretty strict. I wasn't allowed to watch TV at all except for on 
Saturdays and Sundays, I could watch like early Saturday morning cartoons, mm-hmm. and I could watch like some shows like at night. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, I had to do sports, we'd play outside, read yeah. books, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I always came in with something like Scrape or Scab or something like that. I was yeah. playing in the dirt. I was always like, I was that kid. I was a tomboy, you know yeah. what I mean? And then my favorite show was Bob Ross. I need you fucking up. We can call my mom and ask her. No, I love Bob I, Ross too, but I, I made me him so religiously, frustrating man. because oh, I could God. never make the happy little trees. Oh, I never looked like that. My mom has pictures of me just laying on the floor. You know, this back in the day when the TVs yeah. were box, yeah. wooden boxes. Right. I know what you're talking about, girl. I know. <laughs> on the ground like this. Just in love with Bob Ross and That's his fucking so fro. Funny. Loved him. You know, I'm actually like thinking about buying his collection. <laughs> okay, girl, treat yourself. I mean, why not? Treat That's yourself. what I'm going to do for my yeah, birthday. There you go. I'm going to order that shit up on Amazon. So your birthday's coming up on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, my God. Are you so excited? I'm so excited. Do you have plans? Yes. Yeah, so I made this commitment to myself a few years ago to take myself on like a solo birthday trip anywhere, right? Oh, right. And to make sure it was a solo trip mm-hmm. and, and go somewhere I've never been before and just okay. kind of throw myself in these different experiences. I like that. And because you learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. I mean, every day our, our conversations are guided by other people and mm-hmm. things and experiences. Take and remove yourself from that and put yourself in something totally different. You learn a lot. Oh, yeah. And so this year I picked Tulum. So I'm kind of actually kind of pampering myself a little bit. Wow. Yeah. I'm staying at this bomb ass resort. Oh. That's oh my amazing. gosh. It's it's so amazing. It's adults only. Oh good. Clothing optional. Oh boy. Oh dear. <laughs> oh my. I wonder I wonder what you're gonna pick. Guess what I'm packing? <laughs> my passport. <laughs> like, uh, what else do I need to bring? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, totally. But this place that I'm staying at is like completely uh Meditation, yoga, oh, well, God, like perfect. super eco-friendly. Yeah, it's uh, about like all the different elements. Or I'm staying in the um, Maya villa, uh-huh. and it's all about the fire element. And oh my God, yeah, and so a spa. Wait till. Oh my God, I'll show you after. It's Ugh. like the the yeah, the treatments are just. I and, love that. Yeah, that sounds incredible. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just gonna go down there, and I'm just gonna wash everything away. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm turning 40 in September, oh, so my, God. my boyfriend and I are going to hopefully go to Italy. Oh, I love Italy. <clears throat> yeah, my cousin runs a villa out in Tuscany, mm. so we're going to go stay there and then go to Venice and um, Florence. Oh, that's, that sounds that's the plan. I hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. You put yes. it out there. Yes. <laughs> yes, manifestation. We were talking about that. Yeah. So um, you have your, you've done this event. It's going to be a monthly thing. Yep. So, okay, so... Tell me a little bit more about the event itself. Like you said, it was like a variety show. Like who else was there? Like what other acts? Like what? Yeah. What else so went on? we had uh, comedians. We had musicians. Uh, so like my friend uh, Richie Lee, who's mm-hmm. a comedian uh, here, local Californian. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, he performed last night. Uh, Cisco uh, Duran pre- uh, performed last night. Mm-hmm. Seen him on uh, Comedy Central. He's going to be a regular. Uh, when I was, oh, I was so excited to do this. So my personal trainer and mm-hmm. like kind of like life coach, sometimes mm-hmm. best friend, whatever. Uh, I met when I was living in Miami. He was my personal trainer out there. And then I moved out to Vegas, and eventually mm-hmm. he moved to LA. Or mm-hmm. I, yeah, he went in that order, and. Um, he moved out to LA to pursue his comedian uh, comic career. Okay, which I think anybody can pick up wherever they are and just pursue their passion is like that's that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So when I got this opportunity and it was like, oh, I could put somebody on stage, anybody I want. I was like, this is awesome. So I called him immediately because I was like, wow, I have this opportunity to help you pursue your passion. Yeah. Not only just train me because if I could, I would take him every city I go to to help me train. You yeah, know, yeah. But yeah. 
for him to pursue his passion, that was really, really a big part. So Chris Kane, uh, I had uh, Rachel Wolfson. Uh, so, you know, she was a, a girl that I, I follow, a woman I follow that's, uh, She's like she's like kind of in the cannabis industry and mm-hmm. also like a comedian mm-hmm. and and with those two things combined it's just hilarious and she yeah. has like these like like woofy memes and stuff and it's awesome and I've been wanting to see her so given the opportunity I was like oh I'll just put her in my show yeah I know right <laughs> that's pretty Convenient. awesome yeah right that's amazing <laughs> yeah and then I had a hip hop artist Snap Murphy from <laughs> uh, Las Vegas come out and he just he just he was amazing like he just just blew blew me away he's so positive and he has like he just has something really beautiful to say which was awesome Flint Dominic which is also uh, he performs as well he's also in our industry so it was great to give somebody in our industry a, a chance to perform somewhere differently uh, had a hula hooper oh cool <laughs> yeah yeah so it was like a, you know yeah that sounds like fun yeah so like next show I'm working on uh, uh, we have a dancer uh, we have uh, poets I'm going to do some poetry reading oh, and fantastic. stuff like that from two people from all over oh great um, and then uh, maybe some of the same people will come back and yeah, it's gonna be fun. Oh my god! How yeah, cool. I'm really excited. This yeah. is really like something that allows me to be another way of being creative, <clears throat> right? A creative outlet. So. Yeah, and then you also have like a bunch of other stuff going on. You have like your own coffee coming out. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. So this is uh, it's kind of funny. So um, uh, cannabis is kind of a big part of my life, and it mm-hmm. just helped me to shift a lot of stuff into my life in a, in a good way. Mm-hmm. And I was just at home and I was relaxing. I was thinking I was in my hammock or whatever. Like and I just came up and I looked, drank this one particular coffee and I was like, gosh, you know, I should really come out with my own coffee because <laughs> I like that's my morning routine is yeah. have a cup of coffee, maybe right. a joint, or, oh, sorry, or something. Uh-huh. And so I called my friend and, and stuff like that. And I was like, I think this is what I want to do. So we're down in the final stages of picking the flavor. We're down between B and D. That's all I know about it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Going to pick those soon, and we're working on the labeling and stuff like that. Oh my god, how cool! Yeah, it's Isn't totally it cool. Fun that like how the way that like the internet and just everything has opened up the ability to just become an entrepreneur, like right. in in whatever kind of capacity that you want to. It really has. It really, really has. And I never like again, like I never expected. Like even two years ago, I was like, wow, like this is like even more than I like little dreams that are like, wow, this is coming true. And isn't and it like, great oh, too that like true. you don't have to be pigeonholed into just shooting porn? You <gasps> no, know? like you, you don't. can take that and you can use your name and your influence and you can spread it out into these other brands and Absolutely. things that you Absolutely, and it's like I, I encourage. All the women and men in our industry to mm-hmm. do that. Like you should be like if you, especially if you want to like grow. I mean, is it, like I just think it, like just having that that vast and that variety of things to offer mm-hmm. and stuff because you do have that influence. And I think it's also uh, understanding our influence also on social media. I think it's also important to understand that you do have that influence, and it's important that. I mean, I want you know to genuinely, genuinely. Um, project positive vibrations and positive energy out there you know mm-hmm. like I don't like it when people like argue and stuff on, on the internet and stuff I, I don't, it, it, I don't like, engage uh, in those flame I just, wars that, I instantly get you muted or just deleted off my oh, list totally. I just don't want to hear it because I believe all that tra- like if I'm reading it then that negative energy is still transmitting to me in some right. way or another whether I'm involved or not which right. I'm usually not yeah. I'm mild to that shit I stay in my own lane right Yeah. so it's just like you know, project that positivity. And it really does translate because I've been at conventions. Um, you know, I got my start in 2010 in Miami. Mm-hmm. And then I took a break from the shooting and I did the camming and stuff like that. Went to massage school or whatever. And during that time, I still kept up with my Twitter and putting out positive, like, you know, I'm out there working out. Because I was out there, like I said, I mm-hmm. took some time off to really work on myself. So I was right. trying to project that, 
you know, what was going on with me in a very positive way. Right. And, you know, pro- projecting the, the quotes that influence me and that inspire me. Like, I love reading cro- quotes in the morning. It's a great way to start your day, mm-hmm. things that inspire you or make you happy. Like, mm-hmm. why not? And um, this gentleman came up to me at, a, at my very first AVN back. And he's just like, I just want to let you know how much you've helped me through like these hard times by just all your positivity that you put out there on your social media. You know, like uh, he went through a divorce, he lost his job, he gained all this weight, and all of a sudden, just by reading, just by reading my journey mm-hmm. and in a positive way, influenced him to lose weight, get his ass in the gym, get a new job, lose the, you know, get let go of the relationship bullshit, and move on with his life. And he was just, he looked great. He's like, I lost 100 pounds because of you. And I was like, whoa, well, you you did the work. Wow, that's amazing. (laughs) So, like, that just shows... It's funny, yet you never know, like, who you're going to touch. Never. And so, like, smiles are free, people. (laughs) (laughs) And... You know, I, it's so funny because, yes, I go get my little Botox. My doctor's always like, you have a very expressive face. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He goes, you smile a lot. <laughs> I was it's like, like well, we're going to have to fix that. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> I get the worst dimples. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I need to get these dents out, you know? <laughs> but it's, you know, I'd rather have someone say you smile a lot and you have a lot, you have smile lines than, yeah. wow, you look like you been like you yeah know, whatever yeah and I'm cool with that yeah <laughs> I'm cool with that it's cool so that that just shows like you never know like how you're going to affect someone's day mm-hmm. and just realize that everything that someone's saying to you is a reflection that they're going through whether it's a positive or a negative yeah totally and it doesn't matter whether they're giving you a compliment or or whatever they're not like whatever it yeah. is what it is yeah speaking of smiling um you your first anal Oh, I know. <laughs> you like that segue? <laughs> Hi. Your first anal. Did you say it's coming out today? Yeah, it's released today on Hard X. Okay, so since we are actually like recording like a week ahead or two weeks ahead, it's it's not today is the nineteenth. Yes. Of June. Yes. So this is gonna come out in a couple weeks. But anyways, yes. it'll definitely be out by then. Yes. In it two will. weeks it'll be a little yes. for sure. When you're listening to it now, it'll definitely be out. Oh, that'd be cool. It'll be out for two weeks. Yeah, there you um, go. so Hard X? Yeah, Hard okay. X. Yeah, yeah. So So is that Mason directing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I awesome. love it. And I love having a woman director on mm-hmm. it too. So it's really cool. And it's really been really nice to work with her on, on it and and to you know, be expressive and in the creativity of it, and and it was really nice to also work with uh, with Mick Blue. He was the, my partner. I was going to ask yeah, he's you. my scene partner. And no, is it true that guys who are uncut are better for anal sex? You know, from the very few times, because this is like you know that was really kind of brand new. I don't do it really. I don't mm-hmm. really sit and do it in my regular life too much. So mm-hmm. it was like that was like just feeling comfortable. And but the very few times that I have done it. I like the uncut mm. first. And to me, like I, for whatever reason, guys. Yeah, I've heard that from a, several girls that um, it's better with the, with an uncut penis. I don't. But like, I, I can tell you one thing: you know, it definitely feels better than a toy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, toys I, were like, whoa, holy yeah. crap! There is like no bend or give or anything no, 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 to no, that. No, no. <laughs> so no, I was like, oh, this is a. Uh, this is relieving. Okay, yeah. I can do this. All right. I was giving myself a pep talk throughout the whole time. Like, I got this. So how did you prepare for your scene? Because I know everybody has their own, like, little way. Oh, Jesus. I think I asked, like, a million of the girls, you know, like, everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, 
hi, how are you? you know, like yeah. Text out of the blue. So, hey, I'm prepping for this. My first anal. Help me. <laughs> exactly. But that's what's so great about oh our industry. You can tell, you. tell girls. You can ask girls these questions. That is. Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of it. Like, yeah. I, I, I reached out to uh, Phoenix Marie. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course, because she wrote a blog. Yeah, I mean, dude, no one knows. Like, if you, okay, I, for the few times <laughs> that I've shot Phoenix, you're lucky if you can keep things out of her butt. Like, she will, you'll book her for a vaginal scene and she'll just stick it in her ass. Yeah. Cause she likes it. And you're like, okay, well, I'm not gonna stop you. Let's roll with it. I remember the first time I shot her, she like, yeah, she was like, and I was like, okay. She's like, can we put it in my butt? Can we put it in my butt? I'm like, sure. I'm like, I'm not gonna tell a girl no. No, exactly. That's what you like to do. So, yeah, Phoenix is definitely the anal queen. Yeah, yeah. And I, like, I even like, uh, God, I think I was like texting Penny Packs in the morning, like, (laughs) Hey, like send her a picture. Like, guess what I'm doing? <laughs> what do you send you? This is what I do to my friends. <laughs> I just told you I was awkward. <laughs> so silly. But you know, they're all there for me. They're like, oh yeah, yeah go get a girl. <laughs> So did you like not eat the night before and all that stuff? So I am an eater, like, and I lose weight super fast. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, and I'm still on my little weight gain thing, and I want to gain like another six pounds. And um, and uh, so for me, I have to at least eat up to like. 8.30, mm-hmm. um, because I do have a fast metabolism. I'm mm-hmm. going to be done with that. Like I'm going to rack through, uh, through that like by 6 a.m. So, and I get up at 5 anyway. So I'm in bed by 9. You're Stop an early it. riser? Yeah. yeah. So I get up yeah. and I just take my time and then I use all the... I'm, it's also about learning what works for your body. Yes. I'm and like different. even though you think you know your body inside out, like, like oh, I got this, you know, mm-hmm. it's totally different. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, even the position's like, I know... Know where my legs go normally with this, but with this, it's like, oh, where's the tilt? Like, yeah. <laughs> where do I want this to end up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little different than yeah. that other hole. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's just a little, you know, and it's not like I'm, you know, been practicing like left right. and right like every night or anything yeah. like that. So it's like, oh, okay, we'll try this out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that, and then I. Uh, yeah, I get up super early, and uh, I take like a. I always take magnesium at night anyway, okay. too, and that kind of always allows everything to kind of just go now. Because I want to like my my thing is like to go naturally. Mm-hmm. Is this a lot of TMI? No, no, no. <laughs> it's funny though. Actually, this is like running joke about how I somehow always end up talking about poop on my podcast, even though I'm not into poop. But like, it ends up, it comes up all the time. I was like, did I just say that? <laughs> We've talked about like so much gross shit on here. Well, the Missy Martinez one was the worst. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. That she got, is that got, I actually even had one person write to me like, can you please not talk about poop so much? Like, Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, dude. But lo and behold, you do have to get, you get to know your body on a whole much deeper level. And yeah. it's just like, you know, about what, what things feel like, mm-hmm. what, how, like, and learning to relax more, mm-hmm. you know, and really go with it, enjoy mm-hmm. it. And it's like, wow. And Mick was really great to work with. Yeah, he's and great. he was. <laughs> Thank you, and uh, and stuff. I was like, I might need a little time to warm up. Is that appropriate to ask? <laughs> like, because I don't want to like be rude or anything. Like, hey, yeah, you know? I know, but I feel like the, it's your first anal. You yeah, can have some time it, to warm it, up your butt. Yeah, I feel like, like people okay, are going to give no you that. Problem. We're going to give you that space for that. <laughs> yes. I mean, come on. Not like very long, but just you know, yeah. let me warm up. Let me understand how this is going to work. Right. <laughs> Exactly. So, how did you feel about it? Do you think you'd like do more of them, or do you yeah, think that yeah, was? Yeah, it was it was really great experience, and so yeah, like yeah, want to see. What are your favorite kind of scenes to do? Do you prefer girl girl? Do you prefer threesomes, boy girl? Oh well, you know I I'm a person of variety. Mm. I don't like to do anything too much. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I love I love doing girl girl too. Mm-hmm. It's just such a 
that's super fun. Mm-hmm. You know, you could just slow things down a little bit mm-hmm. and kind of get really creative in that way and and stuff like that. But the boy girl is a great switch up, you know, mm-hmm. and, and who doesn't like a good threesome? <laughs> who doesn't? You know, like if you don't, <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember uh, that movie that we worked on for Digital Playground? Oh, yes. Was it The Next Big Step? Yes. With Brandy? Yes. Oh, my, oh my God. God. She's and you a doll. Were, were you were you Kieran's wife? I think so. And then we had to take all of those like family portraits together oh, to like put pregnancy. around in the house. Oh yeah, yeah. We had to make you. Pre- do we have to make you pregnant? Oh yes. I so think I still have those in my pillow- office. Yeah, I think I still have those pictures in my. Yeah. House. Oh really? Oh yeah. Wait, were you gonna frame them and like bring them home? I should. I think they're still. Yes. Yeah. So we we oh, shot we stuffed pillows in Alexis's stomach to make her look pregnant and like <laughs> took a picture of her with Kieran like as a family portrait. Was and he then was like my like yeah, and then like the kids, you know? <gasps> yeah, like, yeah. Oh Jesus! God, that was hilarious. So funny. Oh god. <laughs> those were the best photos. Yeah, that was that was a really good time. I should make that like. <laughs> profile one day. <laughs> Just as a total April Fool's day. Like two more years, I'll wait. Pull that out of nowhere. Happy April Fool's. So how did you actually get into the industry? Well, I was living in Miami, Florida okay. <clears throat> at the time. And let's see, I let's see, I hauled off and quit my paralegal job and was taking some time off and really was just kind of finding myself a little bit and mm-hmm. and I was cruising through Craigslist. <laughs> and uh and just kind of looking for, like, what can I do? What can I do to inspire me that, you know, that I can have control over my own time and how mm-hmm. I'm spending it and be my own boss in a sense right. and try, just trying to find my way. Right. Like we all do, I guess, at one point. Yes. And um, I saw this ad to be an extra for Dancing Bear for an adult thing. So this is like, Dancing Bear was like this brides made like you know, where they get frisky you know with the dancers and stuff like that oh, and it's like blow- I think I've seen this yeah so I was like oh my god I've seen that I'll go be an extra like whatever I'll make yeah. the 150 bucks or whatever I was right. gonna pay at the time so I and it was in Miami so I, I went down there and they went through like this laundry list of like well if you do this and you kiss your girlfriend you make this amount blah 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 and they were only going to go to blowjob that day mm-hmm. and here's another op- here's another example of how like um, when an opportunity presents itself, I like I don't, how this is like a tiered system. Yeah, <laughs> like no matter like whatever you're depending willing yeah. to do, like you get paid more. Well, exactly. Like oh, you show your boobs, you get this amount. You know? That's interesting. And uh, this is back in 2010 too, so it's different. Miami's yeah. a different place. Yeah. And uh, so they went to blowjob, and before I even knew it, I raised my hand, and I was like, <laughs> oh, and I got picked. And I was like, oh shit, I guess I'm going to give a blowjob on camera now, and. <laughs> All right, I'm going to roll with it. Again, like, that's how I did the highest box. I wow. guess apparently that's how I grab up opportunity. I just do it without you thinking. You just, like, it. say yes without thinking. Yeah. Wow. I think it's a great way to start doing things. Like, yeah. I think if you teeter-totter things about too much, I, that's how I moved to Vegas. I just basically said, okay, I'm yeah. going to move. Let's do it. And got a place like that and, and did it. Well, you seem to be one of those people who's kind of, like, very spontaneous. Yeah. Say yes to things. I think, like, when you start really kind of, like, if you're wavering back and forth, you're never going to do it. Yeah. It's like why, you know, why haven't you done those things that are on your list already? Yeah. Why? What's really stopping you? Right. Like the money and you're going to wait until you get it. Well, well, fuck. You didn't have enough money last year. You're not going to do it again because you're not changing any of your actions. Yes. You know, if you want something done, you got to change your actions. Right. You, and and like excuses, even when they fly out of my own personal lips and say, "Oh, I didn't have time to do that." Whatever. All that really is is that it wasn't a priority. Right. It wasn't part of your priorities. Right. And you can't expect your priorities to be somebody else's priorities. Yes. God, that is Ever. so true. Yeah. And learn to treat people according to their ability, not your own. 
Mm, that's life lessons. Yeah. Alexis Fox. Yeah. Because you'd be like, she's starting yeah. to write a self help book. <laughs> Everybody says that. Like, <laughs> you should do this like life coaching. I don't know, but who knows? Maybe there'll be another venture later on. Who knows? You never know. Yeah. I actually met. Um, so I went and had my first. Um, so I I've, I've been going to meditation classes. Awesome. And um, there's this one girl who teaches uh, the sound bath meditation that I go to. <sighs> And so I hit her up, and uh, she does, like, private meditation, like, Reiki healing things. Oh, wow. Classes. I don't know. I've never done that before. So I went to her place, and she did, like, a Reiki healing thing on me, which I've never had done before. And it was fucking awesome. It was so cool. But um, she is a uh, – it's funny. She called herself, I think, like, a positivity coach. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Which kind of made me laugh and like kind of, you know, like the skeptic, the skeptic in me kind of giggled at that a little bit. Like, (laughs) Jesus Christ. But um, honestly, like I, the like hour that I spent with her, because we talked a lot about like what I was going through before. And then we did like the, the Reiki and she just made me feel really good about myself. Yeah. Like I left there feeling like more confident, more like inspired. She was like, you know, I really believe in you and I feel like you have something special to bring to the world. And I believed her. Yeah. Now just take that belief and it's in you. Yeah. That's all you. But it's just funny. It's like other people have said stuff like that to me and it didn't for some reason. I don't know. There was some, it was, it was really awesome. Yeah. That's a beautiful. But so, yeah, you know, I, and I think I'm going to go back to her. So this whole like positivity coaching thing that I kind of snickered, I think I'm totally going to do it. Do it. Because it made me feel so much better. You know, just do more things that you love. Yeah. That is what it's about. Like yeah. fuck all the rest, man. Yeah. If it doesn't make you feel good, get the fuck out of it. Don't bitch about it. Get the fuck out of it. Right. Like, right. I am so not a person. Like, you know, like just, I don't want to hear it. Like as you have it, you are your master creator mm-hmm. at all times. That is who you are, mm-hmm. and you got to like understand that and really take responsibility for that. In any given time, if you don't like your shit, you can change that. Yeah, you're you're not a product of your environment. Your environment's a product of you, and it's yep. about your attitudes towards that. We all look at things different. We all either look at like simply look at the cup half empty, half em- whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah. It's just okay. So it's about your attitude towards. It's all. It's so much a matter of perception because I've noticed myself. Like you know, I'll go through these phases and like I'll go through phases where like I don't like work and like I'm dread. Like I dread going to set. I dread like packing wardrobe. I dread doing stuff that I've been doing for twenty years. I can do my fucking sleep. Mm -hmm. Like it's not hard. Um, I mean, it's it's can be tricky sometimes because you know. Yeah. Like scripts have gotten more wordy and I have to do more in a day. But honestly, like when you break it down, it's really like not. And I just know, I see it as being my perception. So right now what I'm trying to do is change my perspective because there's nothing. And there's things that I can do within my career that I'm trying to do. Like I relaunched my website and everything to make myself more independent. But there's not really like the job hasn't changed so much. I've just noticed that my attitude has changed. And mm-hmm. that's what's kind of made me like. Yeah. feeling down and so I just recognize that it's up here that needs to change and then everything else is fine. It's really interesting that you even bring that up too. A few months ago, like I I didn't even realize because I was in it, you know, I lost like 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm already thin. So mm-hmm. 10 pounds on me is like, whoo, what the fuck, you know, yeah. what to happen? And I don't feel comfortable that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and not as a woman, I don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I just had like, sometimes you just have to take a step back, get back to basics, take a breather mm-hmm. and say, okay, what's going on in my life? And I pushed myself to like limits that like are just so ridiculous. And I was like bouncing around from country to country to city to city, working, 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 working. 
I wasn't breathing. I wasn't taking any time just to say, oh, God, you know, oh, I live in a really cool place. Oh, let me go sit in my hammock. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't even at home. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the place looked like. You know, mm-hmm. and, like, it was just a drop-off point. And so I was realized I was, like, it was causing, like, depression. It was causing, like, me to be unhappy a little bit and, you know, being, like, not a nice person. And I was like, whoa, I'm not, why, who, why am I edgy? Why am I this, you know, unhappy mm-hmm. jerk right now? Like, why am I being a dick? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? This is not anybody else's problem. This is my problem. Yeah. So, I was like, okay, I'm going to switch things up. Let's see. And then, like, I wanted, because I wanted to do all these other projects where I kept going and pushing things aside because I was like, oh, let me do this, this, and this, and this. So mm-hmm. now it's like, okay, we're going to come up with a plan. We're going to do this amount of work here for other people, and we're going to put this aside for things, projects that I want to do that make mm-hmm. me all so happy that allow me on my own other creative outlets. Like, working on my own site. I should have one up by now. Why mm-hmm. isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. it's because sometimes when you work 25 days a month, you're exhausted the other five. Yeah. You're just like, oh, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> At least I am. I yeah. that. But I'm also a person that requires a lot of self-care. Mm-hmm. And I recognize that about myself. And so in order for me to rejuvenate and for me to, to perform what I get hired to do on set, I need my time for rejuvenation and to regenerate myself myself because that allows me to be a better person on set. It allows me to be calm. It allows me to be stress-free. That's also another reason why I work out before – I try to work out even before um, we go to set. Mm Um, because I am a high energy person, I know if I don't get that energy out in so many days, it's going to come out in bullshit ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this happens with anybody, right? And I just really, man, those days I work out before set, just flow. Like yeah. I, my mental stability. It's a, yeah. I mean, working out <sighs> is such a big thing for. If uh, I didn't work out, I'd go nuts. Yeah, I, I never get, realized I get bitchy. Yeah, I never oh, realized how kidding. important it was until I got like kind of addicted to it, and then I'm like, oh my god. And it's a good addiction to have. Yes. Like I am like, how? Why didn't I do this earlier in my yeah. life? And at first, when I first started, because I was really skinny when I first started, and mm. I was like, oh, like that's what like kind of really made a lot of life changes in me. Mm. Is I saw myself um, in my early early on. I was like, God, I was really skinny. I don't want pe- like girls to look at them and think that's mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. I want them to see a healthy person. Mm-hmm. And if it happens to be thin and you're healthy, that's one thing. But I yeah. didn't want to project. The way I, I looked, I thought I was way too skinny. Right. And that's my own perception. Right. And um, <clears throat> and so I started going into the gym, going in the pit, you know, and I was going in for the aesthetics of it. Mm-hmm. And now it is something that those neurotransmitters that fire off are feeling way too good, and it did this. The I have mental clarity. Yeah, that's. I, I need it. It's the same for me. I went at first because I was just terrified of getting fat, and then it turned into like I, my brain needs this. Yeah, and I noticed you do boxing. Yes, I love that. I do. I know. That, I love that it. Is, that's actually what changed my life and got me into exercise. I hated working out before I got into boxing, and that changed everything for me. And now I do boxing. I haven't been doing it as much lately because I had tendonitis in my right arm, which is. Almost gone now, so I'm going to start going back. But I've been doing Orange Theory lately. Oh, nice, um, nice. But it's like so the addiction to well, I guess that's kind of a bad word, but true in my case, the addiction to exercise is still like you know transferred from boxing to something else. So now right. it's not just you know the boxing. Like I need that those endorphins. Yeah, yeah. I waver in. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And like it's just I just feel so fucking. It feels so good. And and so actually, boxing is. I had a boxing coach in Miami, um, Rob, and. He got me into really working out, mm-hmm. and he—it's funny because it's kind of the same thing too. And boxing is really good to throw, uh, like, open up your throat chakra, and mm-hmm. that used to be like really super closed off for me, and mm-hmm. it was like hard for me to like. It just really helps in a lot of ways. And I was going through some shit, mm-hmm. and so tra- I just trained with him, and he just 
worked that shit right out of me. Like, mm. and we just punt, like, like whatever's on your mind, you just get on that bag. So that's yeah. like kind of like my go-to when I need to, when I'm frustrated or I need to work through something or I feel angst or, we, mm. you know, we, it, every day's a process, right? right? I go and that's my, like, I need to go hit. Yeah. My trainer here, um, Chris, mm-hmm. who I spoke about earlier, I can, he just can, he's so cool. He knows, like, if I need to, like, if I have that extra energy and it's, like, a little angsty, he knows, like, to switch up that program up yeah. and, like, get that out of me. Yeah. And so I think I switched from the boxing. Now I do the heavy lifting. Mm. And now I'm really addicted to that heavy lifting. Yeah, I had Abigail Mack on, and she's she's really into lifting. And yeah. she said that she used to do a lot of cardio, and then she went to lifting and how that changed everything for her and how yeah. that's really, like, what she loves now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you won't see me cat eat. Like, I won't run. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, I hate running, but I've started going to Orange Theory, and oh, yeah, half of that is running. Yeah. And now I'm actually getting more into it. Like, they say once you start to, like, get used to it, you start to get, like, that runner's high. I'm starting to get to that point now where I can run, like, two miles wow. straight without walking, which for me is a lot. Yeah. Like, my, it's funny because my brother is an ultra runner. He's doing a 100-mile marathon this summer. What? Hundred fucking miles. How do you do that in a day? You is don't. That, you do it. Up? You no. It's you don't sleep. You run straight for like twenty eight hours. Wow! Like it's bananas. Well, I, I, I don't could, know I don't why. Think I could. I'm like looking at you. I'm no, like, I know. When I first heard about it, I was like, "What do you mean you don't? What do you mean you run for like twenty eight, thirty hours straight? What do you mean?" But that's what they do. Fuck. They don't sleep. The training for that, the endurance. Oh, he'll. It's so funny because like on. Wow. Um, I think Saturday mornings is usually when he goes for his run and he'll leave at like 5 a.m. and he'll go somewhere and then he'll, with his running group and he'll come back later. And I'll be like, so how far did you go today? He's like, oh, just like 19 miles. I'm like, <laughs> like it's fucking 19 miles. I can barely, like two is like, like, I'm like, I like think I should throw myself a party because I can do two. Like 19 <laughs> miles and that's nothing. Fucking crazy. Last few miles I ran was in the military. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, get me through basic training. <laughs> were you in the military? Yeah. You were. I was in the Air Force. Okay. okay. Well, hello. Can we talk about this? <laughs> yeah, That's, yeah, for sure. That actually, one of the questions that I was sent on Twitter was, name one thing that your fans don't know about you. And I feel like probably... Uh, some do and some don't. I, but it depends I see, how I didn't know about it. So yeah. I feel like... Yeah, I used to be in the Air Force. I uh, I was, you know, I grew up in a super small town in mm-hmm. Pennsylvania and stuff like that. I mean, we're talking like, you know, the movie Witness. We had like the Amish like building their houses in my backyard. Oh, really? Shit. Um, you know, at one point we lived like super close to the Appalachian Trail. Like mm-hmm. I would, that's like I was a tomboy. I was fishing and yeah. doing all that. So, but I I just felt like ever since I remember being like twelve year old and looking at me like God, if I stay here, I'm gonna suffer and just like die a miserable death. And that's just how I felt. And there's nothing wrong with small small towns, mm-hmm. but for me, I just felt like I was more out there. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see more, and so I just you know at that time I was like, okay, I'm responsible for my you know own college or whatever, and I didn't know what to do. So I was like, oh, I'll just join the military. So I went down and I interviewed. Um, with the Army, Navy, and the Air Force. And the Air Force had, like, the shortest uh, uh, basic training at the time or whether I think it was six weeks versus eight weeks or whatever. And that's I was why like, you oh, picked okay, it? cool. <laughs> I like All your right. logic there. No, that was totally. I was like, oh, good food, and it's shorter. Okay, perfect. You know? <laughs> he was like, I was, like, one of those kids that was, like, going to raves. I had a mohawk wearing Doc Martens. Really? Years. I was like, fuck you. Fuck oh the was total. Fuck the government. You know, oh like, I was God. totally rebel. Like, I was, that's And hilarious. so when I did, my parents didn't even believe me. They were like, what? Like you? Wow. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm shipping off. It was February 14th. And they were like, yeah, right. I'm like, yeah, you might want to see me sign out. <laughs> Swear in or whatever I had to do. Yeah, so I, I went down and went to Texas and did the whole basic training. And 
It was great for me, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it helped me, you know, get the punk-ass kid out of mm-hmm. me a little bit, grow up a little bit, realize, oh, shit, you know, work as a team, what it right. is to to do things, um, build confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's what I took out of it. You know, I think you can take out of it more than, like, oh, I'm doing this for my country kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I think, like, I that was me. I, that was always, like, one of those rebels, like, fight against the government. Yeah. Don't ever tell me what to do, right? But some people like the military. They like the structure. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, at that time I needed it yeah. because I needed to figure out and figure that out. Mm-hmm. And so, and then it also gave me college money. Yeah. And also got me out of my small town and I wanted to travel. I knew there was just more out there. So it just, even though it didn't take me, like, what took me to, like, what, North Dakota and, you know, I was, I ended out in Bowling Air Force Base, D.C., you know, was in college, went to, uh, end up graduating with a bachelor's in uh, physiological psychology <laughs> and stuff like that while I was in. Wow. Yeah, and then I, then that's what, after I graduated college in my in uh, Maryland, then I went down to Miami, and then uh, a couple years later, boom. <laughs> quite a life, like yeah. really, like a lot of experience. Yeah, it's been really cool. That's really amazing. cool. Like I even sometimes, sometimes I'll just sit around and be like, "Oh yeah, fuck, I forgot I did that." <laughs> That's pretty damn. Do, so, do you have anything on your bucket list that you haven't done yet that you really? Well, last that is kind night of like was. your next. But okay, so yeah, besides so I'm last still, night, yeah, that, like just getting on that stage was just you know really <clears> conquering, <throat> and it took a lot of. I was like, "Wow, I can't believe I did that. That yeah. really happened." So I'm kind of gonna get through that, but like mm-hmm. I, you know, I want to see and 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 travel around the world and, and mm-hmm. really just experience as many cultures and 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 just experiences in general as much as right. positive as possible, because that's the only way I think you really truly gain wisdom and knowledge is by really exposing exposing yourself to as many things. I totally you don't agree get that by in stagnation. In stagnation, you will die a miserable death. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I think travel is so important. You know, you forget we're like we live in this little bubble. You know, and we forget that yeah. there's this huge world out <gasps> there with all these different people and all these different opportunities, different cultures, different ways of looking at the world. Oh, like it's so beautiful, just everything, and it just like. You know, it always brings you back, I think, to a place where you, I don't know, see your position in the world a little more clearly. Yeah. You know, that really hit home for me whenever, I'm also a holistic massage therapist. I have a license out of Florida. Oh, that, wow. Yeah. It was, it's pretty great. And um, what it's done for me is I get to go and I go to other countries and I'll do volunteer work. Mm-hmm. And I get to work with some children that are orphans that are disabled or they're terminally ill or, you know, seniors in mm-hmm. these different places that... You know, they just don't have access to just a caring touch or someone right. that can help them in a physical therapy type of way. And it's that really helped me just like, wow, no matter what I go through, it's mm-hmm. nothing compared to what that child's going through. Mm-hmm. And if that child lives to six or seven, like they're how lucky. Yeah. And then also you have to understand this is a different culture. So mm-hmm. if they're not able to help on some, you know, the farms and help a family, that's a drag down. That could actually hurt the entire family. So yeah. They bring them to these certain hospitals where then they become an orphan. And at age 15, that's considered an adult, and they have to go. Well, wow. You know, and, and that's like you, you have to respect that's the culture. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, we can't, we can't go in there like with our own, like, bullying yeah. beliefs. We have to respect that and understand it and um, work with it. Yeah. You I mean, know? It's, and, and it's easy to look at that stuff. You think if these parents like, want to just, like, just drop out, they don't. Yeah. It is a hard, hard decision. And it's not a decision that could be easy on anyone in that position. Like, the, anybody in that position can't yeah. do it. Like, whether, yeah. I don't care who you are or where you're from. Yeah. So, it, it, it's just, yeah, that was really heartwarming and just, you know, like, any bad for me. When I act like an asshole, I'm just like, oh, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really brings you back. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Keeps you, keeps you solid. <laughs> Girl, I didn't know that you were so woke. 
<laughs> Here goes the tears again. <laughs> yeah, it was a beautiful moment. Aww. And I still talk to that surrogate family that I stay down there mm-hmm. when I go down to Cusco, Peru. And it, ah, what a beautiful ancient city that is. But gotta get used to it. Like if you go down there, you're gonna get probably cold showers because you're you're. I mean, the buildings are are clay. I mean, they're yeah. dirt and. Yeah. and you know, they're just, you know, you're, you know, some houses have, you know, the old school water, electric water heaters, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes ran by batteries. So yeah. <laughs> you might Forget have to go about, to the local store to get a battery. <laughs> Forget about all these luxuries that we take for granted. Oh, fuck yeah. 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 But the beautiful thing is, like, I, gosh, I mean, when I was working down there, the last time I went down there, because um, what I do is I'll go down to Peru for a good month, and I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, I go into the jungle, and I stay with the shamans, and I learn, you know, and I have this amazing, you know, magical experience in the jungle, and then I come out, and then I want to get back, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, you go down there, you, you take and take, you, I feel like you should also get back a little bit in one way or another, so that's the way I do it. And um, it's just, it's amazing. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Alexis, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. You're amazing. Can you tell everybody where they can find you on social media and if you have a website and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, so, yeah, so you can find me on Twitter. It's at Alexis Fox. That's A L E X I S F A W X. Um, I'm on Instagram. That's Alexis Fox Live. My backup is High as Fox, (laughs) F A W X, just to play on words. And, um, so you can find me there. We're working on my merch site, and we have some good um, little T-shirts and hats that are going to be coming out and stuff like that. Oh, oh I brought you some pop sockets. <laughs> some fun stuff. I What's a, a pop socket? Oh, my gosh. So you know this thing right here? Oh, that. Okay. So I use – you can use it for your selfies. Yes. <laughs> I, I have one, but actually I, my case is falling apart, so I need to get rid of it. Yeah, or you can set it up. Or for me, like, instead of – because I – our neck hurts so bad, and it's all from this, right? Yeah. So I'm starting to do this so I don't hit myself in yeah. the face. It keeps me from doing that. <laughs> so, like, little things I'm coming up with. With, with like little sayings that I like that I find inspiring and mm-hmm. stuff like that and uh, just have fun with it you know yeah. I'm just gonna have fun with life I think it's a you know life if you're not smiling and, and laughing then fucking talk to me <laughs> I'll get you doing something just <laughs> I love it yeah you know you're always such a like positive energy to have on set and thank it's you. always such a pleasure to be in your presence oh thank you so same thank same to you. you and then um, so and your show High as Fox is going to be yeah. monthly and people can just stalk your social media to find out about the next event yeah yeah we're going to get the ticket up like soon it'll be on event uh, on Eventbrite it'll be High as Fox and stuff like that so you can go to my it, it's right on the link I'll also have it probably pinned on my Twitter um, the link is in my bio on my Instagram both my regular and my backup it'll be there or you know just google should start coming up on google a lot and the next show is july 16th here in la so i'm looking for talents and we're looking for sponsors and stuff like that so make sure you reach out to me you can also contact me um there's an email button right on the um instagram i don't really respond to the dms too much because if you can imagine yes but if you email me and put a subject line you probably won't get deleted and i'll actually read it (laughs) you know what i mean as long as it's not like hey ma'am want work for you yeah exactly or you know it's just like an attachment yeah Yeah. exactly yeah pick please tell me what you think (laughs) yeah exactly uh no no (laughs) cool with that dude (laughs) <laughs> fantastic and you guys can find me um, at Holly Randall on Instagram and on Twitter and if you want to support this podcast and watch these interviews live as well as be eligible for all kinds of cool prizes you can go to patreon.com slash Holly Randall and filtered thank you guys so much and we'll see you next week yeah once again proof why I love having this podcast I get to have girls like Alexis Fox sit in front of me and tell me 
a whirlwind of stories about the things that they've done in their life and the things that they're doing in their life, things that I had absolutely no idea about. And I get to learn all this fascinating stuff about these amazing women. And Alexis was certainly no exception to that. And um, what a cool girl. And I just, I'm super impressed by all of the philanthropic work that she does, the way that she disconnects from society to kind of reset herself and a super admirable girl. And I'm so glad that she came on today. So I hope you guys enjoyed the interview as much as I did. Next week in the studio, don't miss August McLaughlin. She is a podcaster, a writer. Um, She focuses on human sexuality and has a very sex positive message. I've actually been on her podcast, Girl Boner, twice. And she's a lovely girl, really smart, has a wonderful message. So I'm very excited to have her here. So make sure that you tune in next week for August McLaughlin on Holly Randall Unfiltered. (laughs) 